to Godcast, where we cast the light of God into a dark world. I'm Amy Myers, and I'm your host, and I share insights and discoveries of what God chose to me as a way to bring a little light into your day and push back any of the darkness you may be experiencing. We are entering into the month of December, and it comes close to many times um, we are busy, but we're also really seeking something new and exciting this time of year. So we, as we begin this season, as some of us describe it as the Advent season, is the days leading up to the many celebrations pointing toward the world-altering events of Jesus being born long ago. And we just sometimes are so busy, uh, the Lord really put on my heart the idea of rest with Jesus. This is not necessarily a new topic, um, but he distinctly offered that word for encouragement to me, but to others. I asked him, what are some things that I can share with people today? And these are the insights he gave me. First, he gave me a sense of rest. Rest with me, sit with me, and enjoy all that I have to say. And this is an invitation from the Lord asking us to do this. And at first, I recognized it as echoing Jesus's words, encouraging us to abide in him or to sit with him that we see in John chapter 15, verses one through 11, which we described a little bit in um, a previous episode, episode number six, where we talked about abiding with Jesus. Also touching on a similar idea of abiding and being with Jesus um, and how do we sit with him, we discussed in in episode 10. So those might be enjoyable to go back and take a look at um, what we discussed in those those areas just to get a deeper, uh, different perspective, sort of how do we keep still and restful in busy, hurried days, but also just the concept of being weary or we've got brokenness inside of us that needs to be healed and that we can sit with Jesus and and do that. Um, Also, he also describes in Matthew 6, 33, that if we seek God first, it helps us to not worry. So these were all of the things that came to mind First of all, because these are scripture verses, these things that I've seen before, but also the concept of resting is something I think many of us face on a regular basis. But today, it was something a little bit different. The Lord shifted my ma- my mind and my memory to the often told story of Mara, Mary and Martha. Um, some people describe this often as well, sort of one of them is hurry, hurry, hurry. Martha's just hurry, 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 and Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus. But what I'm asking you today is to go back to what I said um, that the Lord pressed on me. He said, rest with me, sit with me, enjoy all that I have to say. So he is inviting us to hear what he wants to tell us. And in this time, when we're moving toward the celebration of two millennia ago, where Jesus came in human form long ago and was born and changed the trajectory of all of history. In this moment, he's encouraging us to just come and be with him because he's something he wants to share with you. So. As I unfold the rest of this story, we're going to read the Mary and Martha story. Um, It's found in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. I'm going to read that, but I'm asking you to hear it and visualize it in a new way. Sort of filter it through God inviting us to rest with him. So it begins this way. 
Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. Just a break here. The, the Lord is Jesus in this passage. And then to continue. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. That ends the quote of the story in the retelling of part of this story. And it's, I want to point out a few of the parts of it. And again, we're trying to understand God's invitation to enjoy what he wants to tell us. Resting in the Lord can have lots of applications. I even mentioned some of them earlier. But right now, God seems to be highlighting for today a certain aspect of this story. He highlighted these couple of components. First, Martha is distracted with much serving. And this leads to her anxiety, her frustration about many things. How often do we do that? How often do we want to do lots of good things and help others and get the presents for people or get the, the dinners ready, the special parties and all of these different aspects of what tends to happen this time of year, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, those types of things begin to happen and we're serving and it's serving is not a bad thing. It's just Martha has become so distracted about the doing stuff, it's causing her to be frustrated, anxious, and very unhappy. And she's coming to the Lord and she's kind of upset. Why have you left me alone to serve alone? And so she's kind of mad. And what I want us to take away from this in a prayer, if you will, is to say, Lord, please help me not to seek to serve first. We still serve. But the first thing so that we can serve well is not to focus on serving first. Because our second item, he tells us, is that he reveals there's only one thing that is necessary. The other things may be good things, but these are necessary things. He is desiring that we hear what he's saying and choosing to let him be heard in our hearts, our minds, and our spirits our full attention. He desires to speak to all of the people that are in that house that night long ago, just as he desires to talk to you today. But there's that, that is the one thing. We have to set our hearts in a place where he has our full attention and we are interested in what he's trying to say to us. And the last thing that I wanted to point out in this passage, the third item, is that we need to intentionally choose to sit restfully with the Lord, to experience being in his presence. Mary was sitting at the feet of God and hearing what God wanted to share with her and the others in the room. That can be an extraordinary experience, sitting in the presence of God. And this is what Jesus promises about that when you sit in the presence of God, intentionally choosing to hear what he has to say, it can never, ever 
be taken away from you. Those moments can never be taken away from you. All of the goodness that he pours into you can never be taken away from you. So as we move into this time of busy, 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 um, I'm just encouraging each one of us to first seek God. See, as he fills us with more of himself, his peace, his joy, his presence, and, and the scriptures and the words and all of these different things, the Holy Spirit fills us with his fruit. And the Holy Spirit fruit is described this way. And tell me if you would love to have more of this in your heart and your mind this season. The Holy Spirit fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's found in the book of Galatians in chapter 5. See, when we get filled up and we see those things coming out, what more glorious way to celebrate the season than being filled up with all of those parts of who God is. You don't have to try to be more loving or try to be more joyful or try to be more peaceful. As you sit with God more, he infuses you with more of himself and he changes your heart. And then this other promise, the Lord says, he says, for out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So as God works on helping you inside as you're sitting with him and asking, what does he have to say? He begins to change you. So the words and, that come out of your mouth are more loving. They are more joyful. They are more peaceful. They are more patient. They are more kind. They are more, they are more faithful. They are more gentle. They are good. And they are words that you hold back the things that ought not be said. So in this time, we're wanting to come to a closer place of rest so that we can enjoy this celebration time more fully. And so I pray that we would have an abundance of God in our hearts so that we may love and serve others well. Because God still commands us to, to love and serve others. He just wants us to fill up with him first. Because when we fill up with him, we love others more authentically and we serve others more joyfully, especially this time of year. And I also pray that if this is new to you, I pray that God would open up your ears to hear and maybe you ought to make, be willing to consider um, pursuing God in a new way or just asking him some questions because God offers you a great and powerful love. He wants to embrace you. He wants to be near to you. He wants to share wonderful and beautiful things like Mary. Mary, not his, not his mother, but Mary, the sister of Martha, sat there and just said, what is it that he wants to share with me? Before we leave today, I want to also give you another way that the Lord highlighted this aspect of rest, but now through an, an acronym or acrostic. Um, he bolded these letters for me, capital R, capital E, capital S, capital T. And he laid it out for me as a way to sort of remember this. In the busyness of our day, we can remember the word rest. And in it, this is what the Lord described. He said, R, remember me meaning remember Jesus, remember who he is, remember God. E, enjoy me, enjoy the Lord, enjoy your time with him and who he is. S, sit with me, 
and T, treasure me. So rest is remember, enjoy, sit with him, and treasure him. As we treasure who he actually is, it helps us see things in a much bigger picture and the reality of our world and how we can walk within it. So I just pray for you and for me and all those in my family and all those in your family and anyone who hears this, I pray that it would feel like a joy to pursue God, to treasure who he is today. Treasure God in all his majestic glory, yet personal nearness. The majestic God who created the heavens and the earth and just put all of the stars in the sky. And he caused all the human beings to be created and all of the complexities of all that is in this world and all the beauties, beautiful things that are in this world from waterfalls to sunrises and sunsets and streams and oceans and all different sorts of places where you can walk and see the majestic glory of what God created that man cannot replicate. And yet, God also is personal and he is near. Jesus came from heaven down to earth to become a human. He left the glory of heaven so he could join us here to change our lives so we can now come closer to him. That is a beautiful gift. He's so personal. And as we do get closer to him, you will begin to experience him more and see just how personal he is. It's this fascinating tension between being so enormous and grand and feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm so small. But at the same time, God comes near to you and he is so great and personal as if you're the only person in the room. He promises in his scripture that if we come near to God, he will come near to us. So today I pray that you would choose genuinely, authentically pursuing God. Come near to him. Rest in the presence of God. With the fullness of Jesus and the Holy Spirit that can dwell in you as a believer in God, a believer in Jesus. And may we desire this for ourselves and may we pursue it for ourselves, but also we can pray for our family, our family members, those in our community, those around us, and all of those multitudes of people who don't even know who Jesus is. And we can pray that God would show himself to them and that we can all embrace Jesus's beautiful, multi-layered, glorious, majestic, and personal gifts this time of year. And may it continue even further. And may we rest in God. May we pray for others to enjoy his rest and may we all adore him this Advent season. And the words to the song, O come, let us adore him, just kept ringing in my ears. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. This original hymn was by John Francis Wade, and I just encourage you to pull it up on the various streaming devices or various places that you can find music, but oh, come let us adore him. I pray that you would rest with God this time. And when you're busy, remember the word rest. Remember God, enjoy God, sit with him and treasure him. And if you can't see it right away, ask him to show it to you because he promises you, if you come near to him, he will come near to you. 
And may the Lord just bless you abundantly today and all of the days moving forward. May he bless you with his abundant peace. May he bless you with abundant joy and love and all of the fruit of the Spirit I described. May he fill you to overflowing with a joy this time of year. And may you rest in the presence of God and treasure every moment. Blessings to you.